as you're finding your way back to your seat and getting settled, we'll be in Matthew chapter 28. I've preached out of this passage before here, uh, but uh, I've been given something to look at in a different light. Uh, we'll not look at uh, at the Marys, per se, uh, tonight, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Uh, but, tonight, but tonight, I want to look at uh, the angel of the Lord and what he has to say or what God has to say through this angel in this passage of Scripture to these women. Um, we'll begin our reading. We'll begin reading in the first of the chapter, chapter 28 of Matthew. Matthew chapter 28, beginning in first one, verse 1. In the end of the, in the end of the, de- in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and came and rolled back the stone from the door, and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake. And became as dead men. And verse 5 and 6 is where we'll get, excuse me, verse 5 through 7 is where we'll get our text from. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him, lo, I have told you. The words of the angel tonight is what I'm looking at, or the words of God, if you want to put it like that, Um, the words of God. We find that the angel uh, is first arrived, and he comes down in his uh, descent from the heavens, uh, and the Marys, Mary Magdalene and Mary, uh, they're very fearful. They're very afraid. They're very uncertain of the things that is going on around about them. Uh, as I pointed out before, there are several things that are listed, uh, or a few things rather, that would make any of us concerned and, and wonder what's going to happen next. Uh, as you've seen, the earthquake, the great stone roll back. Uh, the countenance of the angel was like lightning, his raiment white as snow. Uh, and you've seen the two keepers fall out as dead men. So the lot's going on. A lot of fear would be caused to happen uh, in Mary and Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Uh, where the angel starts to speak is in verse 5, and let's look at what he says. Uh, and the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. Number one, in the words of the angel we find, number one, there are comforting words. There are comforting words. The first three words he says is, fear not ye. Fear not. This is coming from the Lord. This is coming from the throne of heaven. Fear not. Uh, And uh, the women are very afraid and fearful. Uh, God's first words to these women are of comfort and reassurance, uh, especially uh, in our lives. Uh, when we're doing the Lord's work and we're unsure of what is going to happen next, uh, we can find those comforting words in our scriptures. 
Uh, we can even find those words, if you will, coming unto us by way of the Holy Spirit, just giving us that peace. Um, as, as the comfort, you can see, flip over to Psalms 46, a very, a very um, well-known passage around uh, these parts. I love when Brother Kevin uh, preaches on this, on this text, um, just something that rung true to me. Uh, the, the comfort. Psalms 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. Uh, she shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. So you see God is even there in the midst of everything. He is that, that, word, of, that word of comfort. Uh, Matthew 28, uh, verse 19 and 20, excuse me, verse 20 in chapter 28, where we found our text. In the last part there, it says, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Those comforting words, after we're given the Great Commission, after we're commanded to go and tell, we have those comforting words to us that He is always and always with us. Number one, the comforting words that we find. Number two, uh, the conscious words that we find. Uh, what do you mean by conscious? What I mean, the knowing. And what do you mean? Let's look in verse number 5. It says, And the angel answered and said unto the women, Remember, we're looking at the words of the angel here, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus. The Lord knows exactly what we're doing and what we're in process of at all times. He knows exactly what we're doing. He knows exactly where we're at. No matter what mountaintop, halfway down the hill or in the valley we're in, he knows exactly uh, where we're at. In Luke chapter 12 and in Matthew chapter 10, it tells us even the very hairs of our head are even numbered. Matthew chapter 28, verses... Um, 20, there again, the same, same text, Lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. So if the angel would have stopped right there, there would have been a lot of questions. There would have been a lot of uncertainty. Well, we obviously, you know, we see he's not here. But he goes on to further to clear up his words or to make it more uh, profound. It says, He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Those clearing words, and might I say, uh, we have a clear word in front of us tonight. If we're looking at our Bibles, we have a clear word and direction uh, from the Lord. Where there's no confusion on what we are supposed to do or what we're supposed to be doing while waiting His arrival, we have a clear word tonight. There's no confusion. The Bible is very clear. Um, now there's there's there's. There's conversations that we can have and maybe we'll make confusion about this and that or interpret it this way or interpret it that way. 
But my friend, the Bible is very clear and very evident of what we, you and I are, should be doing or what uh, we ought to be doing while the Lord uh, tarries his coming. The clearing words and the confirming words. Uh, back in verse number 6, he is not here for he is risen. Uh, excuse me. He is not here for he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Confirming words. This is confirming what I've said. This is, this, uh, this is what I've said. Here it is. Here's the evidence. <laughs> Here's the evidence. Here. It, I'm, making it, I'm, I'm making it profoundly clear what I'm saying. The confirming words that he's saying. Again, this, this all goes back for me. It goes all back to the comforting words. This is just confirming the comfort and the peace that I have in my salvation and in my daily walk with Christ. Uh, clearing words, number one, uh, clear, clear word throughout Scripture is Jesus Christ is the only way. Just a few things, just to name a, a couple things. Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved. He is the only way to salvation. Uh, number two, there is a heaven and there is a hell. There is a choice to be made. To not make a choice, you have made your choice. Uh, God is clear when he speaks uh, to us uh, through the Holy Spirit. Uh, whatever we're, uh, it concerns our personal ministry. Whenever we're supposed to talk to this person or what we're supposed to say, if we are in the Holy Spirit, if we, we have on the, the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, he will tell us and he will be clear of what he wants done. Uh, clearing words, confirming words. Uh, Romans confirming in the words of uh, going along the lines of, of the confirmation uh, confirming uh, for me uh, knowing, knowing that I have salvation knowing that I am saved confirming that Romans 5.1 says this therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God Another confirming it deals with time. Time tells all. I'm sure you've heard that phrase. Time tells all. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. We can probably quote this verse. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's the confirmation of salvation. You can look at a person's life to know whether they bear the fruits of salvation. Time will tell those things. You give it plenty of time. It may, not, it may, it may take three months. It may take six months. It may take five years. But not to say we don't go through hills and valleys now. Don't misunderstand me. Don't, don't misunderstand me on that. But the confirmation, it, it, it takes time and it will be evidently clear uh, and lastly tonight, and I'll be done, and we can go get some cheese dip. Uh, I said that from McKinley. She loves when I say that. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm not bringing draw attention to you back there. I'm sorry. Uh, lastly, the commanding words. The commanding words. Look in verse number 7. Here's the command from the angel of the Lord. He says, And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. 
And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. Those commanding words that were given to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, we also have commanding words given to us. At the end of the chapter, in the, in the very same chapter, I've already, I've already touched on it once. Verses 19 and 20. I've said this before in a sermon. Verse 19, what's the first word it says? Does anybody, anybody know? Chapter 28, verse 19. What's the first word? Go. First couple words in verse seven, verse 7, it says, and go. The command's given to us as well. Go ye therefore, teaching all nations, not just some nations, all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. I'll leave you with two questions tonight. And number one, are you hearing the words of the Lord? Are you hearing the words of the Lord? Are you doing what he says? Are you taking those words, receiving those words, processing them, and then putting them to action? Are you doing that tonight? And that seems very short and to the point, but that's that's what the Scripture is is plainly laid out there in verse 5 through chapter 28, verse 5 through 7. The words of the angel of the Lord. Are you hearing his words? Are you following his commandments tonight? Whatever he's telling you in your personal ministry. Um, Is there anything else that we need to announce? Anything we need to cover? Anything at all? If not, I want to ask my friend Jonathan, if you would close us in a word of prayer.